Hi everyone, happy new year and welcome to season three and episode 59 of the Because Why Not podcast. Moving into my third year here of recording this podcast, um, I guess it's official that I'm about to reach two years of having um, been recording, but I started in 2019, so does that mean I'm moving into the third year? Regardless, welcome. I hope you enjoy the episode. Please like it and share it with anyone you think might like it or benefit from it, and if you would, take a moment to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere that you listen so that more people are able to find it. Thank you so much. Bye. Hi, everyone. Happy New Year. Is it okay to still say Happy New Year on January 13th? Did you think I was going to skip all of January without doing a podcast? Just pretend like January doesn't exist. Isn't that what we would all like to do? Um, No, I did not come straight out of the gate on January 1st with a new year, new you podcast. Um, I, like many of you, I imagine, eased into the new year, you know, went in feeling really cautiously optimistic, but very hopeful and, um, you know, really was just getting my grounding and my footing and thinking and feeling a lot about how I wanted to move forward. Um, and that's what I want to talk about here today. But of course, last week with everything at the U S Capitol was really crazy and kind of, I think just threw us off our course a little bit. If I can speak for the majority, um, or probably the majority who's listening to me anyway. Right. Um, threw us off course, felt really just scary and unsettling and maddening and frustrating and really horrifying and unbelievable. And if you're like me, I just couldn't shake it for a couple days. You know, I did watch live on TV when it was happening. I happened to be home that afternoon and it led to some good conversations with my kids, mostly with my older child who's nine and in third grade and had more specific questions, um, which also led me to realize that he's really of an age where he's ready to take on more and learn more and understand more. And that feels scary too. I mean, what is this world that we're sharing with our children, right? What are these things that we have to tell them about? It's just unthinkable and also just ridiculous. Like, you know, Oh, a naked man with horns is storming the Capitol, um, breaking windows in order to try and get what he wants. You know, this is what we're teaching our children. This is the behavior they're seeing. So there's a lot of us having to explain and rewind and go, okay, this is what you're seeing. This is not okay. And here's why, Right. But so it was just hard to shake for me. I felt really kind of sick and uneasy and um, whatever for a couple of days. And I know I'm not alone in that. It was sort of like we were feeling hopeful, moving along. And then, oh, there was this enormous bump in the road. But, you know, not that we could have anticipated that that would happen. But I think many of us have known, you know, we kind of collectively know because we've heard so much that it's going to get worse before it gets better. And this winter is 
really, really hard with COVID. I mean, that capital situation happened the same day as the greatest number of deaths due to COVID. So it really was this culmination of like, I've said this many times before, but of the muck rising to the top, right? Like all the dregs of, of the earth and society, um, and health and, and all of it, uh, have risen to the top and we're just really working on skimming it all off and starting anew, but there's just still more muck that's rising or that needs to be, um, that we need to get rid of. So we're, we're going through that, but at the same time, we are wanting to stay the course and remain hopeful and move forward powerfully into this new year, which does bring a lot of hope and where there is a lot of light, um, or at least a bit of light that we can finally see, you know, we've climbed a mountain here together over the last nine months, 10 months. I mean, it's been 10 months. Yeah. 10 months since really things shut down in the United States and, um, everywhere else. So, wow, let's just take a breath there about what we have experienced and lived through. And in many cases triumphed over, you know, it's interesting when you look back on 2020 and it actually was a year where many people, um, had great things happen to them. And I love thinking about that. Like, you know, one of my dear friends had a baby, um, And, you know, people did actually get new jobs or, you know, I have a great friend who got an amazing promotion, like doing the best he's ever done in his career, friends who have started new careers or have found new loves or, um, you know, have completely, um, changed their body and their health. I mean, there have been a lot of great things for people over 2020 and that they've, they've embraced and brought into their lives, um, be either because of, or in spite of, um, what was happening in the world, um, or regardless of, you know, I mean, people are going to keep having babies. They may not keep having weddings right now, but they're going to keep having babies. Hopefully they can get back to having the weddings that they want to have here in 2021. But, um, yeah, so it's been a lot and I, I, you know, it feels, um, it doesn't feel so heavy anymore, at least in my heart, you know, it really kind of just lasted for a few days, but I remain hopeful, you know, and that's why I wanted to come and sit here and do sort of a new year's podcast because, um, I've always loved the new year. I've always loved what that means and what it brings. I love the idea of a rebirth and a new beginning, um, and of starting fresh And of course, for years, I sort of bought into the new year, new you thing. And now I see it so differently. And that's what I want to talk about, which is that, you know, we're moving forward as who we are. We don't have to leave behind who we were. Um, And that sort of is on the subject of New Year's resolutions, right? And a resolution is... um, this concept of, um, changing something about yourself that you think is wrong. Like, you know, if you resolve to eat less sugar or you resolve to lose weight or you resolve to, um, 
oh my gosh, I don't know, yell less, or I'm thinking about things like that obviously could be or would be my New Year's resolutions if I made them. But a a New Year's resolution intimates that there's something wrong with you, something the matter that you want to change and do differently. And, um, and I don't like that because I think, I think two things. One, I believe it's an important, um, yeah, an important, a significant, a beautiful thing to embrace who you are just as you are and embrace your life just as it is, no matter how scarred or bumpy or challenging um, at the moment that it may be. And two, I don't like the idea of setting yourself up for failure. I mean, one could say that you could set yourself up for success if you decide to, let's say, lose weight or get healthier and you choose a plan and you follow the plan. But there is this sense, and of course, so there could be success with a resolution if you look at it that way. And um, and that's a wonderful thing. But there is this sense with New Year's resolutions that you are doing this thing, you know, making this change starting on January 1st and, and you're going to make this big change. And then if, and when you don't succeed at that, you have failed and then you have to feel bad about, Oh, well, I didn't, I didn't, you know, do what I said I was going to do. And I didn't keep my resolution and I didn't lose weight. So I may as well just get fatter or I didn't quit drinking. So I'm just going to drink more or, you know, what's the point anyway. And there can be this sort of rebound from a resolution that's so intense and kind of just throws you even farther off course. That's how I feel anyway. So I like to go into the new year now just as I am. You know, one thing I have going for me now is that I remember I used to set New Year's resolutions, but they were, and they were, of course, always related to my health, like lose weight, exercise more, you know, whatever it was. But I would never begin any of it on January 1st because guess why? I was hungover. Who's not super hungover on New Year's Day? So everything would have to begin on January 2nd. And something I really have enjoyed the last, um, this was my third New Year's Day that I um, was not hungover um, since being an adult or since being 18, maybe, I don't know. Is that when you're an adult? Um, (laughs) um, And yeah, and so that felt really good. Like I felt like I really could walk into the new year and embrace it wholeheartedly because I felt healthy and clear and really free and awake and Um, so I feel very thankful for that. Um, but yeah, I like to walk into the new year as I am rather than saying, let's walk into this new year and talk about what we need to change. And so something different that I've done over the last two years, and this isn't earth shattering. You guys have heard this. I mean, this language is everywhere. If you're sort of paying attention to language like this, um, but is about choosing a word for the year and setting an intention for the year rather than setting a resolution or creating a resolution that you want to follow. And, and so that's what this is about here today. I want to talk about how to move forward with intention. So what I decided to do this year or what I chose as my word this year, it came to me pretty 
easily. And I want to say that if you're listening to this and you think, oh, that sounds like a good idea. It's not too late to start, right? It's never too late to start something new. That's one of my favorite things to say, maybe because I'm 44 and, you know, I've done a career switch. I've made all these big changes. Um, and I like to say you're never too old and it's not too late or you're not too old and it's not too late. And that, I believe that so much to be true. I mean, you know, we don't need to draw hard lines in the sand. Even my husband reminded me of that today when I was talking about something. I said, well, I'm going to do this thing. And if it doesn't work, then it's over. I'm not doing that anymore. And he said, you always draw such firm lines in the sand. It doesn't have to be that way. You know, there's room to grow and change. Um, it doesn't have to be black or white now or never. Um, And I love that because it was sort of my own advice echoed back to me and I appreciated it. So if you're just choosing your word for 2021 today on January 13th, or if you find your word in February or March, that's great. Choose it and move forward with intention. The word that came to me was flow and Yeah, I just knew that that was my word because I know that that's something I struggle with, um, as in going with the flow or not going with the flow. Um, I love the idea of living in flow and letting things um, happen the way they happen and moving through life smoothly and seamlessly. Of course, that is not possible for most of us on a day-to-day basis or every minute of every day when we're living these lives we're living where we have children and aging parents and businesses and our bodies are changing and we have financial concerns or we have um you know, global concerns. I mean, there's so much happening. So it's very, very hard to live in flow. But What I do know is that it is possible for me to embrace more flow. It is, it is, I almost just said it's impossible. (laughs) There was my ego creeping up, trying to be the bigger voice. Um, What I know in my heart and in my inner being, in my soul, is that it is possible for me to live in greater flow if I am willing And you know, I talk so much about willingness. We've got to be willing to do whatever it is that we want to do. We've got to be willing to make change. We've got to be willing to listen to our own inner voices. Um, One other thing that I've been thinking a lot about for the past few days is about trusting ourselves because I do have this common thread with women that I coach about them wanting to trust themselves and understand how to trust themselves. So I've been doing a lot of processing and thinking and feeling about how do we trust ourselves because um, I believe it's so important to trust ourselves and that we've got to um, listen to our inner voices and hear what they're saying and know that they have our best intention in mind because they're never leading us astray and all that stuff. But how do we trust ourselves? And what came to me today is that part of trusting yourself is a willingness to trust yourself, a willingness to listen to what you are telling you to do, a choice to trust what you are saying. 
so, oh, guys, you know, I digress. I got to bring myself back around. So what I know is that I am able to go with the flow more and that a big part of it is about my willingness to do so. And what I know for sure is that when you resist less, you flow more. So what does that mean? It means that when things come up in your life that um, create tension or that feel hard or that bring up fear in you or that challenge you or um, even that you may want so much that you feel like you can't attain, any of that brings up what's called resistance in you. And when you bring up resistance in you or when it's brought up in you, you tend to push against things and it makes things harder. You know, it's a, it's a bit like, um, um, like pushing a, pushing a boulder up a mountain or, or trying to like blow a marshmallow up a mountain. It's, it's, not easy. Like it keeps coming back down again. Um, so, or there's the analogy of going upstream or downstream. You want to be going downstream. That's with the flow. If you're always trying to go upstream, right? Picture yourself walking upstream. That is resistance. So, so often we are, um, you know, uh, creating resistance or experiencing it or, or, um, yeah, just, I guess creating is the best way to say it, creating resistance in our lives against things that we want, which is so ironic. Why would you push against something that you want? But there is this thing that we do inherently, which is when we want something so much, we tend to get sort of um, tense. Like, can you feel that in your body? Think about something that you really, 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 really want we can tend to get tense, tensed up about it and feel uh, tense and intense and more rigid about it um, because we so want it to happen or we want it to manifest or we want it to take place or not take place. And it feels really challenging to just go with the flow of that thing and say, this is what I want. You know, I'm going to move forward with making it happen, but I'm going to go with the flow. But really, that's where the power is, is in flowing. And and I know that to be true um, in my own life. And where I think about it the most is in my family life, you know, and with my kids and with my relationship with my husband and even with my relationship with myself, that when I push against things, when I get, you know, more sort of wound up about whatever it is that's happening, it creates more resistance and more tension and everything feels harder. So I want to go with the flow more with my kids and really embrace who they are as human beings and as little boys and um, allow them to be without trying to control everything and direct everything and fit everything into a box because guess what? That does nobody any good. And that's not the way things work well, or it's not the way children flourish. It's not the way, um, you know, things happen in the best way they could happen is, is not when I'm trying to control everything. It's when I let things flow. 
certainly there have to be boundaries and parameters and I'm teaching them how to be human beings living in the earth and living on the earth and in polite society. And like there have to be rules and regulations to a degree um, and boundaries, but I can let them flow more and I can allow our relationship to flow more. And every time I allow myself to do that and move forward with my relationship with them in that way, I witness and really experience how beautiful our relationship is. And so that's one big example of where I want flow. And so Flow really feels like my word and I feel so good when I'm in flow and when I'm not resisting. And I wonder if you relate to any of this. I hope it's not just too much like woo woo mumbo jumbo, but, um, or maybe it is and it feels just right to you. I mean, I think, I think we all can relate to the feeling of wanting to resist less and allow more. And that's really, what flow is, you know, and I just feel a lot better when I'm not trying to control every moment of every day because a number one, it's not possible. And two, it just feels bad. You know, it just feels hard. Um, and everything I've ever done in my life has felt harder. The more I've tried to control the process or the outcome. So flow is my word and I am moving forward this year, at least the first couple months or the first couple weeks of this year. And with this month, with the intention of living in more flow and so moving forward with intention, what does that mean? That means that instead of setting the resolution, as we said, that we are really feeling about what do we want from our lives and from ourselves and from this year? What is our intention for how we will walk forward through this year? Um, And as I've said, I intend to walk forward with more flow. You might intend or set the intention of of walking through every day or every month or through this year with more gratitude. Um, You know, a good friend told me that her words are thoughtful and gratitude, and she wants to be more thoughtful, whatever that means for her, um, and more grateful. And, I mean, we could all be more grateful every day. It is the secret sauce to unlock joy. Um... You know, Oprah was not messing around when she was talking about that gratitude journal starting 20 plus years ago. Um, And it's a really, really great lesson for our children, too, and really brings them from their heads into their hearts and allows them to feel really full and happy when they're expressing gratitude. So that's a great trick for these troubled times, whether or not you have children. I mean, it's certainly something you can implement in your life and share with anyone in your life. Um, and I've talked about that a lot here, but yeah, moving forward with intention, it's really about how do you want your life to feel to you? Like, how do you want to expand in your life this year? What do you want to move forth with putting your energy into. And I love saying it that way because it comes back to this wonderful um, law of attraction concept that I 
just fully embrace and believe in and love so much, which is that um, whatever you give energy to expands, you know, whatever you give energy to, you attract back to you. It expands and comes back to you. And that's why it's so important to give energy to the things that you want rather than giving energy to the things that you don't want. So all of these things are combined, you know, and setting an intention is such a wonderful, significant, meaningful thing to do, especially at the beginning of a year, because it's almost like laying a blueprint or, or creating a map for, um, the way you'll walk through the year. And you can always remind yourself of that, like, okay, I'm feeling a lot of tension. I'm like experiencing a lot of resistance. I'm trying to control everyone and everything around me, but I want to live in flow. What does that mean? Okay. Let me get my body into a feeling of flow. For me, that means taking deep breaths. It means taking a step back. It means, it may mean literally unclenching my fists or figuratively unclenching my fists and my body and being willing to allow things to just be as they are. So a lot of times it means like pausing and counting to 10 rather than moving forward in a way that feels, um, tempestuous, you know, I can just flip out so quickly and yell or get so mad or agitated or, and if I took a step back and counted to 10 more often, I can shift gears and move forward in a different way with so much less drama. And so that's really what I want for me and for my year. And you can hear that from me because now I'm repeating myself, but, um, yeah, so let's move forward this year with intention. And what will your intention be? Do you want to choose a word or do you want to choose a feeling? Um, sometimes the words go hand in hand with the feeling. Um, but I think that's a really nice way to begin the year or to even begin a new month. Or really, if it feels too broad because of your life being busy and overwhelming and you feeling like you need to take it day by day. Maybe you set an intention for the day. Today, I'm going to live with more flow. Today, I'm going to express more gratitude. Today, I'm going to, um, you know, feel more grateful or today, my intention is to try and walk away when I feel like snapping back at someone or today my intention is to do three things on my list not everything or today is my intention is to speak to myself with kindness rather than criticizing myself you know it can be anything anything that you want to work on and it doesn't have to be for the whole year it could definitely be day by day because we are taking it day by day right now. I mean, I can relate to that. Definitely. You know, um, I may have a lot of tools in my spiritual toolbox and I love to share them with you so that you can put them to work too. But, um, yeah, it doesn't mean that I'm not having consistent challenges as well. You know, it's just, it's been a doozy, but, but 
we, um, we can do this. We're going to remain hopeful. And that's really, um, allows a lot of the light to come in, I believe when we're feeling hopeful and when we're feeling grateful. So that's what I want to share with you today. And I'm glad to be back with you and, um, hope you are finding some good ways to give yourself some time and do some nice things for yourself. Um, you know, I haven't been doing any of those little things for myself that I love to do like manicure and pedicure or like those sort of more indulgent things, but actually some things that I've been doing that are indulgent, that feel really, really good. And are for me are that I have been getting acupuncture, which, you know, I love such a huge fan of acupuncture for mind, body, and spirit. It just helps me in so many ways. And, um, I finally downloaded the Calm app, which I absolutely love, and it's got meditations and stories to help you fall asleep and music, and it even has these little talks called The Spark, where you can listen for 10 minutes. Um, You know, I've been listening um, recently to talks um, about grief um, because I'm going through a lot with my mom, and um, so... I want to share that. And then, um, I've been doing these amazing exercise classes called the class that you can find at the And it really is like a mixture of amazing therapy and exercise. Um, love it. Oh, and then on the more salacious front, um, I have been watching, uh, oh my God, I can't believe the name just escaped my mind. Bridgerton, Bridgerton on Netflix. Oh, you guys, I'm just not going to say anymore. If you haven't watched Bridgerton, just do yourself a favor and you may want to be alone when you do it. It is really good, really juicy. Do not watch it with children. Um, it's fabulous. So happy new year, sending lots and lots of love. And I will be back with you again soon. Have fun setting your intentions and choosing your words for the year. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you would, pass this episode or any other along to anyone you know who might enjoy it or who you think might benefit from it. And if you can, take some time to leave a review of this episode or any episode of the Because Why Not podcast uh, at Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen. It helps so much to get it into the hands of other people who might enjoy it and benefit from it. Also, please visit anchor.fm slash because why not podcast to support this podcast. You can scroll to the bottom of the page, click on support and make a one-time donation or become a monthly sponsor. It really helps me to keep going and to create these podcasts for you regularly. So thanks again and take care of yourselves. Bye.